follow me on Twitter. Let's watch. It's jokes to car. Not duh like duh. I don't know. That's It's duh like French. So it's jokes de Carl. Follow me now. With my Google Speed Gold Welcome to L W A F O M O Y T. That acronym stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. W-A-A-L. L is easy. This one I know by heart. Right. Loser. <laughs> Loser. I don't know which way. It's Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. There's a lot. It's a very problematic yeah podcast name because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. feature length movie right and also youtube is usually an acronym with the letter y right well we do yt so do go we, ahead did someone do it for you right someone, someone at the station did it for me back in 2017 but i like the ring of it i think lwoy doesn't really have the same ring lwaflmoy Okay, yeah, so it'd be M O Y. But if we started from the beginning, L W A F L M O Y. Yeah, maybe the right. same ring. Yeah. The T adds a Christmas. Listen, <laughs> Carl and I love to brainstorm and write jokes and we always listen to the letters. T has a better ring to it. So yeah. anyway, that's the uh, lexicon of our title, but the title is basically the premise. We're gonna watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to join us, let us watch a full length movie. And you'll listen to our podcast and watch the movie. We are streaming first right now, right now. Hello, uh, mutinyradio.fm, as we do every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are a podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You search for that acronym. And we're also on YouTube for a video presentation. And uh, that's also L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Go ahead. Subscribe. You did great. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yay. Winner. You're a winner. There we go. My W on my forehead. Have you ever got that? I've never seen anyone do this. I've seen this. Loser. This, last time I saw this, I think it was Galactus from uh, was... Silver Surfer. Oh my God. Yeah. Eating planets. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't even tip 20%. Not Carl, enough. what is the movie this week? This week, we will watch The California Kid 1974. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. The California Kid, 1974. I'm not going to tell you how to spell the or California. I know that you know California. Oh, I know is. this. T-H-A. T-H-A. The. California. K. California Kid. I'm not kidding. 1974. The channel okay. we like. The channel we like. Car Chase Wonderland 2. Not the first one now. Car Chase Wonderland 2. So it's the California Kid 1974, and then find the channel. Damn it. Car, Car Chase Wonderland 2, the sequel, the end of the trilogy. What kind of Wonderland is that if no one gets caught? You're just literally spinning your wheels. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so the California Kid 1974, as Carl said, you go into YouTube, you type that into the browser, you're going to find Car Chase Wonderland 2 or something close to that name, that is the channel that we're watching the movie off. Hat tip to you. Find it, click it, hit pause, move that timer to zero, zero, zero. This may take a couple minutes, but we have a short featurette. 
Very exciting. Carl is the producer of the show, has been doing it for several years. You heard his theme song. He has research for this movie. He went and interviewed a celebrity comedian. We're going to learn a little bit about this celebrity comedian, and they're going to give the celebrity comedian countdown. And when they say go, hit play. All right, get ready. Take it away, Carl. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with Gary Morgan. Welcome, Gary. Now, Gary, you are a New Jersey native, just like me, just like our other co-host, Michael, born in Passaic, New Jersey. What brought you out to Los Angeles? Movies. I was a kid actor in New York. Uh, my parents were in vaudeville and in the circus. Mm -hmm. I was in their act. I was on the road when I was five months old, lived in a trailer, traveled all around. Uh, they were acrobats. And then when I was seven, I got my first agent and started working in New York as a kid actor, uh, gotcha. off-Broadway, on-Broadway, um, you know, TV stuff, commercials. I was the original Richie in the Dick Van Dyke pilot. Yeah. When it was starring Carl Reiner. I think head of the family, right? What's that? I think it was called Head of the Family yeah. at that yeah. time. Yep, yeah, it was. Anyway, so, I was born and raised in Passaic, went on all through school and high school. My mother opened a dancing school, so when we left the road so I could go to school. And, uh, and when I was 18, I did a movie in New York called Poppy with Alan Arkin. And gosh. the money that I made from that, I came to California just for a couple of weeks to look around, had an agent, checked in with the agent, and I never left. I found the home in California. Now, you it's a show business family, so I'm sure they were very supportive of the move, right? Absolutely. Okay. Now, you have an impressive career, and I want to get to that. But before I go there, I want to start with you being like a stuntman. And, uh, like, I think that had something to do with your the, the fact that you were an acrobat and your height, right? Tell me how you got involved with stunt work. Well... I always did a lot of, uh, I, I got a lot of roles that had action in it, like Logan's Run and Pete's Dragon, and uh, so I could do my own stunts. But I would never double it. I did not want to be a stuntman. Uh -huh. uh, I, I wanted to be an actor, but the first job I got in California was a stunt job playing a missing link in a Burt Reynolds movie called Skullduggery. And really? I know that film. Oh, God. It was, I don't think it was very good, but I was one of the, the missing links. And uh, worked with the stunt coordinator, secular. They were always going, you need to do stunts. I went, no, 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 I'm an actor. And they yeah. went, you don't want to be an actor. Actors are a pain in the ass. Yeah. A lot, lot more fun doing stunts. So I was doing a movie called Cujo, where I doubled the dog. Oh, wow. In, uh, in Cujo. Anyway, uh, I was at that point, I was 32 years old. I had two kids. I didn't look like a kid anymore. I wasn't getting a lot of acting roles. And I decided just to jump in to the stunt department. And I, I said, I'm a stuntman, you know. Uh, well, prior people. to that. You and had a great was... career as a stuntman. Had a lot of fun. Made no. more money as a stuntman than I ever made as an actor. And, uh, and I still do it. Well, your acting career is very impressive. And at the time of The California Kid, you were all over television. I mean, uh, One Adam 12 and Happy Days and Partridge Family and everything. So when it came to this movie, because this was an ABC movie of the week, right? Yes. Was, just, was this just more of the same? This is just more TV? Or was it something special? 
Well, Martin Sheen was a pal of mine. Uh, uh-huh. I worked with him on live television in New York when I was a kid. But I got reintroduced uh, to him when I was in California. And we did a couple shows together. And we were pals. And uh, the California kid came up. He said, you'd be perfect for this part. So he sent me to the, uh, the producer for an audition. I just auditioned yeah. for it and got it. And uh, it was just an, another movie of the week. You know, uh, I don't know if it was anything special. It was a, a fun part. And, yeah. uh, and I loved working with Martin on anything because, you know, we were pals. And Nick Nolte and I, who played my brother in The California Kid, did, uh, I think it was called Medical Center. There was a uh-huh. TV show. Uh-huh. And Nick and I were in the same gang. And we got to be friends. I used to borrow his pickup truck when I need, you know, when I needed to get cement and stuff. And I, I was just a pal of Nick. That's uh, great. So when this came up, playing his little brother, it, it was it was fun. Now, Martin Sheen's real brother was in it, did, but but that wasn't any of the scenes that you were in. Did you meet him? Did you spend any oh, yeah, time? Oh, yeah, I know Martin's whole family. I was like his little brother. Uh-huh, so, uh, I that was you. I think that was Joe, Joe Sheen. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know all his brothers and the family. And, you know, I do the Renaissance Fair every year. I've got carnival games. And uh, Martin's son, Emilio, uh, worked for me at the Renaissance Fair when he was 14, 15, 16, uh-huh. those years before yeah. he... His acting career took off. And Sean Penn used to work for me. Emilio got me uh, got Sean a job with me at the Renaissance Fair, which was kind of funny. You know, I've seen you on Facebook dressed up, you know, more contemporary, but in some Renaissance garb. And you really well wear it well, you know, <laughs> very colorful. And it's terrific. I think there's some production at Fairleigh Dickinson you were doing or something, Uh Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe that was out in California, and I just saw Fairleigh Dickinson on your uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Fairleigh Dickinson. I was in the drama That's... department. I did a couple of shows, but nothing that you would have uh, I would have put on Facebook. Now, Lyle was the character you played, and this was a pretty big part. I mean, your character was the younger brother. Your character was the victim of this evil sheriff. Now, when is the last time you've seen this film? Do you do you really have a memory of its plot? And I, re- I have a lot of memories of doing it and everything, but. I haven't seen it for years. I should show it to my kids. I don't think I've even showed it to my kids. Well, you will definitely see it when you air because I will send you the link to watch it on Facebook. Of course, you're going to hear us talking all over it, but it will bring it all back. You know, you had a really good part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did. And it, it, it was fun. And I forgot the girl's name in it. The, the actress. Oh, the, the real life actress? Yes, right. Um... Her name was Sissy in the movie, and all she wanted to do was kiss boys in cars. That's all she wanted to do right. throughout the whole film. She well, I got to tell you, you know, Martin Sheen's got the car, the California kid. Yes. And Martin doesn't know anything about cars, like nothing. And <laughs> there's a scene in it where um, we're all looking, he's fixing the engine. Yeah. And, uh, and one of us goes, what's that? And points right. to something. And Martin asked the guys from transportation, what should I say? Yeah, what you know, is that? So uh, it didn't, you didn't even know what we were pointing out. So the, one of the guys said, tell him it's a new type Magneto. <laughs> That's right. So I remember, yeah, so Martin goes, oh, it's a new type Magneto. Martin had no idea what a Magneto was, you know. <laughs> but uh, he goes, what should I say? And uh, one, of the, one of the, you know, the transportation guys said that. 
That's terrific. You know, I, I just saw this film. It's fresh in my mind. We just watched it. So I absolutely remember that scene. And and so you went on to be an outrageous fortune. Uh, you were a stuntman in Batman Forever and uh, Cujo. Do you ever get back this way? Are you still active out in Los Angeles today? What, what takes up your time today? Well, I have <laughs> anytime I made any money, I bought another house. So uh -huh. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of real estate, so I'm, I'm always like you know ma maintaining things, and uh, I still act when it comes up. I don't do a lot of stunts now because I don't want to fall down hard. Exactly. But I actually just did a little acting role with a stunt on the show Bosch uh -huh. uh, last season, playing a homeless guy that gets the crap beat out of him on the sidewalk, <laughs> which is an uh -huh. interesting thing to do. I got to tell you, when you walk around Hollywood Boulevard dressed like a homeless guy, interesting the way people treat you and uh -huh. look at you and stay away from you, you know? Yeah, that's a bit of a life lesson, right? What a, a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I really appreciate you coming on, especially because you're Lyle in this thing and you have such a big role. You even, you know, your even your character's life ends and it was dramatic when it occurs. So I really appreciate you being on. And everyone's about to watch this film with us. So, Gary Morgan, now everyone at home is ready to press play and the same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home has got to hear you do the countdown. Three, two, one, go and press play at the exact same time. So why don't you go ahead, Gary Morgan, and give us that celebrity countdown. All right, everybody, are you ready? Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for that Celebrity Comedian countdown. I look forward to listening to it. How do they shoot the stars? Oh, look, yeah. it's Earth. <laughs> With Saturn's <laughs> rings. With Saturn's rings, yeah. That was back when Universal was part of MCA. They didn't know shit. Now, this says Universal like a movie, but this is Cleavy. Cleavy show. Do well, you think this... Emilio oh. Estevez, did you see him? Oh, I thought that was Randy Quaid in the last detail. That's him? Doesn't it look like it does? Uh -oh, I was gonna uh -oh, say he was a kid back then. Oh, I was tired. I put my hands on him because this guy is an Estevez. I think he really resembles. Is it Joe Estevez? Yes, it is. It is. It's Martin Sheen's brother, Joe Estevez, and this is his cameo. He's in a lot of movies, Joe Estevez. Don't count uh -huh. him out. He's no, done he's... tons. He's, they're trying to race back to base. Look, dangerous, bad curves, okay? Yeah. You saw the sign. We're going to see that sign a lot in this movie. Dangerous curves is an allegory. Now, look, Speaking if they're not back to base in 45 minutes, they're like kicked out or something bad. Up, oh, cop. Oh, you're going to have cops. He was waiting. So he they're was. off base. This, this movie is totally off base. <laughs> That's right. These two guys are. Sorry, a little base humor. <laughs> that was very basic. That was kind of, yeah, it's so base. Okay, so here we, it's not acidic. It is base. Here we have uh, your typical car chase, and it's the old uh, hack state line, three miles. Ew. If they can make it to the state line, somehow the cop no longer has jurisdiction. They, they have a, I heard you have to stop your cop car, get out, throw your hat to the ground. Thing. Darn varmint motherfuckers. So, Bill Press, country line. 
So okay, what states are they? Comes, the, wait, here comes, this is the inciting incident of the movie. Here comes the main curve, okay? The dangerous curve. And this guy just won't slow. See, 30 miles per hour, buddy. Not 60 miles per hour. So he takes the curve and the cop does something terrible. He pushes them over the edge? Yes. Correct. He must Look, be from New Jersey. Yeah, he is. See the pole? Oh, we missed the pole, but that's we'll see the pole throughout the film. That's what the cop just did. He basically pushed those people to their death. Oh, he's an evil sheriff. He's absolutely. He's totally an evil sheriff. Oh, it's, it's Michael Sheriff. No, it's Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. God bless R.I.P. Now, we saw him in another film because I already had research on him and how he passed away and everything. You see the yellow lines? Yeah. It says, in 1958, Clarksburg was a well-known speed trap town. But speed trap. In the 50s, these would be white. And the internet thinks that's one of the big reasons why this film's full of uh, acro uh, uh, things that are out of time. It should be uh, white. Anach <clears throat> Please, allow me. Anachronisms. Oh, wait, so Martin Sheen got his brother in the movie? Yeah. Here comes Martin Sheen, the California kid, and he's driving, of course, that 1934 three. We drive three this all the time. Oh. What? Look at that custom detail. We drive these in San, in uh, San Francisco in Los Angeles all the time. Because you have because you're from California. Yeah. Speed kills. You see. Well, it, it depends. If you're ahead of your game, speed could be very productive. You get a <laughs> if lot of things done. You do speed. Speed's okay. Nick. Yep. Nolte. Having a beer. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Having a beer. He's having a beer, like, oh, Michelle Phillips. That's From the Mamas and Papas. So it looks like half of California went to this town to shoot the movie. <laughs> this is actually called uh, Peru, California, and Ojai, California. Ojai. But uh, it's, it's uh, Clarksburg in our movie. That's what you say when you walk in with your roommate having sex. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> well, what an illegal... That California kid just says UEs everywhere. No, it's legal in California, right? I looked that up for that reason. You did look it up. It is, but it's frowned upon. By oh, okay. Trying to cross the street. Like, I'll let you make the turn. I'll stop at the intersection. Go ahead and take that right-hand turn. You've been itching. You're just doing a UE. Fuck you. I could have crossed the street. <laughs> Yeah. As a pedestrian. Now, Nick Nolte's like, look at that car! And the sheriff, he appreciates it too. But, you really? see, he also sees a meal ticket. You see, yeah. in this town, the cops get paid by the tickets they write. But if you knock a car over the edge and kill the star's brother, mm -hmm. you can't write a ticket, right? No, you get just a, you get like a serial killer uh, endorphin Dopamine. Rush. Yeah, endorphin yeah. rush. Yeah. Always going for that same high. I think dopes are mean, don't you? Dopes are mean. Dopamine. <laughs> Dope, I mean. These jokes are a uh, bridge too far. <laughs>
Oh, he's going almost past the speed limit of 40. Yep. He's going 38, he claims. Up, oh, getting pulled over. Already? He went 38 and a 35. And somebody's got to make rent this month. Hey, buddy, it's not me. It's the quotas. North Dakota. Now we get to meet Martin Sheen. And as you look at the reviews on the internet for this particular film, they think he's James Dean. Uh, he's got the leather jacket. Check. Stupid haircut. Double check. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I don't think, I think if it wasn't for Mark, if it wasn't for James Dean, we wouldn't have this. Okay, now. You're taking a look at the engine here, but the truth is you're looking at the engine in American Graffiti's car. Really? Yeah. Because this one only has like a single four-barrel carb, but the American Graffiti has four two-barrel carbs, and it looks cooler, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> Great way to pick up chicks. I love Vic Moreau and, and Bad News Bears, if you ever yes. see the original. He's yes. the dad that smacks the kid on, on the yeah. playing field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing performance. That movie, you watch that movie and you go, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And that scene happens and you just kind of go pale. It's just a yeah. really good scene. I hope you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, kids. He did die with two kids, too. He did. Well, they, that's right. The, the helicopter accident uh, killed him and two other child actors. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and they weren't, it was like against child labor laws. Their, whatever they were doing, their practice. Um, it, it's really quite a tragedy. Um, I, I rewatched that movie in the end credits for that segment. Alan Smithy is listed as the second director. Wow. Yeah, because... I mean, there was all sorts of lawsuits and uh, even that director, uh, what's his name? John, John Lennis, who's acquitted. Yeah, he was acquitted, but I mean, it was ugly. So it was ugly. He had, he had a superstar career and, you know, he still had a, a very good career, but I, I do think that hung over it. So for people at home, we're talking about an incident in the Twilight Zone where a helicopter crashed and crashed on top of Vic Morrow and these two kids. And... Also, it was shot in, it was shot in the Indian, at the same place we saw Octagon. Remember we saw Octagon and we were talking about that location? That's yeah. exactly where it happened. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Indian Dunes in Valencia, California. And I think you said you knew about Indian Dunes. Yeah. Driving past it, right? <laughs> <laughs> This oh, guy lots of TV. It's not worth going into the details. Sure. Of these I recognize his face. Do you yeah. remember when we used to have picnics at the police station? Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> okay, basically, this is today's crop of speeders that they've captured, and they're going to, you know, levy fines on them. Now, here oh, is Angel from Rockford Files, our deputy. Hey. Yeah, that's Angel. Um, Stuart Margolin is his name. And we might have seen him in something else. I'm not sure. Mama's family? No. No, no. He looks like the, the son from Mama's family. I never saw Mama's family. Oh, you know, you never watched... You? 
syndicated television from the 80s 90s oh oh okay was it on uh, okay okay it was, was that a spin-off yeah it was a, it was a tv series for several years after the carol bonnet show so basically it's like i demand a real trial you I mean they're charging him a hundred dollars now in 1958 money i mean that car that we saw rolling into town was only worth eight thousand dollars and like you know is this supposed to be modern day or is this in the 50s? 58. 58. Wow. $5. This, this guy put this down on because he's so dumb. We only got $12. All right, Harley, but just this once. Do you he's understand? He's a local. He's a local. Oh, I know the overalls gave it away. Yep. And she is the wife. I don't know if we'll see her again. She is so made up to be, I just got off the, you know, I'm dirty, filthy, <laughs> right off the farm. Oh, those wrathful grapes, he says. <laughs> oh, those wrathful grapes. Now it's like $50, but Martin Sheen just eats the ticket. $50 is a lot of fucking money. So is that car. So are his clothes. He just right. eats the ticket. Oh, here he is. You talk to your lawyer. What did he say? Mr. Maxwell, he said to pay the hundred dollars. <laughs> hundred. Yeah, he's humiliated. He's just humiliated, and he's humiliated in front of his wife, who's like, "I always told you, my mother was right about you." This little town makes his money off of speed traps. Yeah, that's right. And we'll see a scene in the diner in which they're discussing it. And uh, if we were paid regular, okay. Now this guy, you know him all over TV and movies, even though you you know his face. I know that dad bod. I have I have that little jet myself. Well, he was the dad in Weird Science. He was like a plumber dad. Oh, right. His name's Britt Leach. He was in The Last Starfighter, but like as the trailer park manager. He always plays yeah. that kind of role. I remember it. He was in The Great Outdoors. And of course he was in a million things on TV. Right now, he's oh, giving them a spiel about how much it's going to cost them to ride the taxi back to their cars. Man, look at how big that car is. Yeah, that was the day, man. Because it was really coming off of the history 50 years earlier of carriages. Now, there's no seatbelts back in the day, right? That was a 70s invention. Yes, it was. It was a Ralph Nader push that made that happen. And... I remember, though, in my father's 68 Valiant, we had lap belts in the front only. So, Weird. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to help. Um, okay, so now basically he's like, fuck this speed trap town. Here's your dirty money. Fuck you. And it's just the, the writer and the director uh, who are interesting, by the, the writer's interesting, by the way. The writer and the director, just everything in this movie is perfectly set up to let us know some information for the rest of the plot. All they're doing is reinforcing its speed trap town. And Martin Sheen, or I should call him Michael, Michael McCord, that's his name, he, he paid. The poor people are like, we don't got no money. The taxi guy was like, a hardship fee of $4. He just goes, we don't got no money. Martin Sheen's like, I'll pay him. He's really cool oh. that way. And they're like, no, no, we're not your brother, Joe. We don't need the handout. <laughs> so now, 
basically it's like, well, I guess I won't be seeing you again. Guess you're on your way. Did you know that Emilio Estevez turned down uh, Mighty Ducks because they asked him to do a COVID test or something like that? They, he wasn't invited on the show, I guess. Mighty Ducks was a movie he was the coach for, right? Right. And then, and then Disney Plus had an uh -huh. original idea of let's make that into a TV show. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I really hate that. I invested in a movie. I'm not watching a backdoor pilot for fucking Bay, Bay you know. I don't know. I'm trying no, to, our Disney... director was like yeah. that, by the way. Our director, do you remember that? You remember the movie V, of course. Yeah, V for victory. Right, V for victory. So he did V, the final battle in 1984, a TV miniseries. And then it became a regular series. He's, he's all over TV, this guy. Um, I don't know. Uh, Look Where at that dad it? bod. Yeah. <laughs> what? Another speed trap. The, it's not in front of me all the shows he uh, did, but the thing is, do you remember Future World, which was for TV, by the way? You remember? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it was a movie. Remember? It was a sequel to Westworld. Yeah, and it was shot at my university, Carl. He did that. Brandeis? There's a, a scene where they have, like, a future conference in a future room, and that was actually... At the time, futuristic, but it was like a graduate uh, lecture, uh, graduate building. Well, I, which uh -huh. I wasn't too familiar with it, but I, I stand by that. Yeah, I, th I believe it was Brandeis. I saw so, that movie more times than the original Westworld. Really? Why? That movie wasn't so great. Peter Fonda was terrible. Was I just watched it over and over again. It would be on the TV, and I would watch it. And then I finally saw Westworld, and I said, that's eh, not bad. You remember on there on the plane there, and this talky-talky guy was talking to the reporter? And then Peter Fonda's like, you should tell her she loves to listen to stories. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, a little bit. I remember Peter Fonda, like, running around in a suit. You watched that so many times, and I know it better than you, and I watched it once. Do you remember, yeah, when, they was so. Do you remember when they was leaving, and he was pretending he was a robot? Remember? <laughs> And then at the way end, when he got away, he leans back at the two guys following him. He's like, fuck you, and runs out of the. Uh, maybe I'll have to watch it another, yet yeah, another time. Another 18 times. Do you remember Sex World? The X-rated parody of Westworld came out in the uh, full, yeah. <laughs> no, my mom was in that. I just will refuse to see it. You know, you should really express some interest in your mom's work. <laughs> oh, I have interest. It's just not positive. Okay, so Martin Sheen rolled into town, got screwed with the ticket, and then the sheriff's like, that'll teach him his fancy ass. And then he didn't leave. He turned around and came back to town, found where the sheriff was. Ooh, look at pinballs. Sheriff sees him. Yeah, by the way, the pinball is another reason why this film is not the 50s. Why is that? Um, okay, where is it? Was, was One of the pinball banned? machines in the diner is clearly named Doodlebug. That pinball machine was released in 71, much later than the story setting of 1958. God, thank you, Internet. Nailed it. This movie's a piece of shit, Carl. 
No, this movie's good. So <laughs> the continuity guy should be fun. But who was He's knowing except for nitpicky? Anyone right. watching I mean, this? This was a TV world? movie in 1970X. Right. It aired one time. It had a following, I guess, enough for this gentleman to, to put in a car chase Wonderland 2. Yeah. <laughs> if you look in the comments on this uh, video, on the YouTube, um, everybody's talking about seeing it when they were a kid. And Okay, so here we had a staring contest between Cop and Michael McCord. And right. now <laughs> Michael is ripping Martin Sheen. Should I just call him Martin Sheen? Yeah, why not? We call him Vic Morrow. Yeah, because he's just called Sheriff uh, Roy Childress. They don't have hardly <laughs> Sheriff Roy. They call him Roy. So anyway, he rips out an article. He's holding an article in his hand. He puts the article down. Uh huh. Folds up his paper and fucking leaves. What's it say? Like, uh, uh, date women today. How to pick up chicks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful Russian women want to date you. <laughs> I could make money on the home? internet. They used to have those ads, you know. Yeah. The internet was the, the newspaper back then. I mean, obviously, but I'm, what I mean is like shitty ads like. Clarksburg uh, Curve claims sixth and seventh victims of the year. Joe Esavez. That's right. And when they were over there talking and he was like, we should be paid regular. I mean, the deputy was, you know, Angel. Um, they also said the investigator came asking questions again. What'd you tell him? Nothing to tell. So he knows he's under investigation for that particular one. But, but there were five other fatalities on that curve this year. I picked that up only because the newspaper said the 6th and 7th. Okay, you remember this sign, right? Sure, dangerous curves ahead. Yeah, 30 miles per hour. Now, what is what is Martin Sheen doing? Should we call him Martin Sheen? What is Michael doing? What is Michael Baba? Uh, I know his name. It rolls off. McCord. 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 Slow to okay. 30 people. What he's doing is he wants to take the curve. He wants to try the curve. Now, how does he know about the curve? Yeah, what's his fucking deal? Yeah. And why does he give an article about the fifth and sixth, you know, about uh, Estevez's death, Joe Estevez's death? You know, I was. Joe Estevez died, and then Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen showed up, what, 20 minutes later? No, like two A couple uh, days. Day, yeah. Not, not even days, a long time, a long time later. So if, if the victims were friends of, of Michael LaCord, uh, yeah. He knows about it. And yeah. then he, he came here for a reason. Yes. That's what we're oh. beginning to learn. Now, this curve, he's taking it. Now, the first time I ever saw this movie, I literally saw Emilio Estevez in Joe Estevez. So I started thinking, how does that work with the last names? It doesn't make sense. I thought it was a different mom. No, no. Martin right. Sheen changed his name to Sheen. That's his, what I one son kept the show business name when he went into it, and another son changed his name to yeah. the original name. He kept his name, so you know, partially we know Emilio Estevez's dad is Martin Sheen, but because he has a different last name, we I kind of more slack than say Charlie Sheen, right? You know, okay, see that poll? 
Damn it, he didn't make it. He didn't make the turn. Now he's trying to think about why, right? Now, remember, he was looking at his speedometer. He was very concerned with what is the speed I'm taking this curve at. It was Damn the 30, it. 30 mile per, per hour limit, right? Yeah, that's right. So he couldn't have been exceeding that. What a weird car. Yeah, I think it's, it's a top. Uh, yeah, me too. I also think of uh, Charlie Sheen was in a movie, really long title, Charles Swan III. It's about this kind of rich, pointless L.A. guy who has a crisis, and he drives around in a car similar to the California kid's car. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you saw that guy ride up on the bike. That's Lyle. We're going to learn that Lyle is the brother of Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's really called Buzz in this film. <laughs> of course he's named Buzz. Right. So Lyle and Buzz. Now, Martin Sheen did his first test run. Now he's taking it again to see what he can do on this curve and if he can make the curve and not have to wipe out a tree. Yeah. Hit it. Well, it's not a it's tree. It's how, right. Now, Lyle is totally checking it out. Whoa, take the curve. Fuck, I couldn't do it. I didn't do it again. Fuck. Now, wow. last time he was all pissed off, but this time Lyle shows up, so he can't be all mad. Look at his face. He's mad. Look, why are the cops really. We're, isn't this like the profitable speed trap area? Like, why isn't there a cop behind a billboard waiting, anxiously waiting to, to nail him? Well, the cop's position, you know, was is is right at the beginning of the road before the dangerous curves. But he saw the cop in the diner. He knew he wasn't out here. Right. Got it. Thank you for answering. Now, Lyle is like, hey, that's a great machine. What are you doing? Because I'm just trying her out, just testing her out. Let me hear, let's hear Lyle. Sure. Give it a little workout. Look how young. A lot of people have been killed on this curve. So I hear. Yeah. I I'm Lyle Stafford. I live around here. I didn't ask for your life story. I'm Mike McCord. I'm new around here. Mike McCory. Got it. Not Michael, Mike. Mike McCord. Mike, Mike McCord. McCord. It's important as last name because the cop's going to put two and two together. You know, um, oh, right. Oh, let me guess. He's the brother of a victim. Right. It was his kid brother, the Emilio Est. Uh, it was the California kid's kid brother. Yeah. But it was also his real life kid brother, right? Is Joe older or younger? I think Joe is older. Oh, I might okay. be wrong. I might be wrong. Yeah, imagine them around the Thanksgiving table. Ah, so you're my older brother, eh? Not according to the, TV. <laughs> I, would, I would be on the kids' table with Charlie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's like, where's the file on those last two fatalities? I got it right here, but I got so much work that I'm not getting paid for. It's just taking. I see his face everywhere. So now he looks it up and he goes, McCord. And the guy goes, hey, isn't that the la last name of the guy with the fancy car? Fucking shit. Yes, it is. He's like, I don't know why he's here. I don't know why he's here. He starts to torment himself. I don't know. You don't know? He First off, the sheriff just got an article about his dead brother handed to him. Yep. Carl, do you remember Happy Days? 
Well, that's why he went. No, I don't. That's why he went to the station to look up the last name because he said the sixth and seventh fatalities. Man breaks the law. Right. Man breaks the law. Man should pay for breaking Man the law. Man should pay by what? Getting pushed off by a cliff? Killing him? Yeah, for for speed. So you were saying about happy days? Yeah. So you know the expression "jump the shark." Yeah, sure. From Fonzie. Okay. Yeah. So Fonzie will goes to California and gets challenged to jump the shark. He was challenged none other by the California kid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now they don't. He doesn't know what's up with Martin Sheen, but he knows it's you know he's oh Buzz's garage. Oh, Buzz, hey. Buzz, I want some bait. I want to store my boat, and uh, my car's not working. Came to the right <laughs> place, buddy. Now, why the hell would they have boat storage in a landlocked town? Maybe a lake, actually. They talk about swimming. You see Sissy sitting there on the yeah. chair? Sissy loves cars and making out with the boys who own the cars. She doesn't care who the boy is. It requires a boy, a car, and lips. <laughs> and that's what they're talking about right now? Now, right now, they're talking about, like, uh, give me a socket wrench. That's, I said, English, not metric, that kind of thing. You don't know anything oh, about yeah. cars. Yes, I do. And he's like, I got my learner's permit. Okay, I'll put it on for the make-out stuff. Look, it takes him some okay. notes. Yeah. This you can't make out unless you got a car. Is that right? Oh, we like the cars. The cars that go boom. <laughs> <laughs> We're Tigra. And so, something, and we like the boom. Now they're like, check out this car, right? And it's Martin right. Sheen's car, of course. And Martin's like, fill her up. And, you know, it's only took five gallons. There's Nick Nolte leading the charge. Good day, mister. He's the nicest guy, Martin Sheen. He's the nicest guy. Because he right. let Lyle, who's his new friend now, we just met him two seconds ago, drive his car. So he's just basically seeking a vengeance vengeance right not, or he's or, or justice for his brother not justice wait i'm i'm not sure justice like means you're justly served for but this he wants an eye for an eye and i think that's vengeance right yeah that is vengeance for sure let me look it up in my book the good book it's like when revenge meets justice but it's not really justice it's definitely revenge justice no. would be getting him arrested up uh getting the whole police department yeah, making it public that he's a murderer and he would stand for trial, and that would be justice. He's not interested in the justice. He's he's out no. for revenge. Well, yeah, but it's it's vengeance because it's a just reason. It's an eye for an eye. That's the vengeance part of it. But yeah, he wants. It isn't revenge. Revenge is like you fucked me. I'm gonna fuck you back. But this is like. When it comes to, like, he broke a law, but instead of getting you, it's a personal law, so I'm going to do to you what you did to them. That that, that kind of... Oh, that personal law. So now it's like, he can't drive, he only has his learner's permit. We could do it, mister. And he goes, all right, I guess you'll have to take somebody with you. Now everybody's into it. Now, is your first time driving? Why don't you drive around that curve? <laughs> it's not his first time he's learning and he will yeah, take that curve mike lyle will take that curve oh no not lyle 
Look. Wow. Look at that. County impound. State line. So they got a bunch of 1950s cars to get to dress the scene. Well, yeah, but it wasn't so e hard because they were. It was 1974. You know, you just if I had to get a bunch of 2,000 cars, I bet you I could. So if we went to a lot now and they had a bunch of 1990 cars, right? If we went to a lot now and they had 1950s cars, we'd be like, "Oh shit!" Right. Okay, so he finds the car that his brother died in. The internet wants to make a big deal that it's not the same car. And I have all sorts of specifics why it's not. <laughs> it's not the same car. Big deal. Well, the steering wheel's on the left, right-hand side. That's a giveaway. Left, right-hand. It's a bridge. That's a, yeah, it's definitely a giveaway. Now, there's some also, there's some movie light you'll see in a mirror for two seconds, and I've never seen it. And this is my fourth time watching this with you. I can't huh. find it. All right. But it doesn't matter. That's the real world. For our plot... It matters that he is going to discover something. Fucking push marks. Look at these dents. Wait, wait till you see these dents. It's got to be obvious for a non-gearhead like me. Yeah, he was pushed. He fucking was pushed. And that's a lot of, you know, it's a bumper. You really have to impact that motherfucker. Now, here comes Nick Nolte, and he's important to our plot. This thing was well-written. Yeah. Goes a person died in this car. Goes yeah, two people right there. Two fellas died in that car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Two of them did die in that one. Too bad. Oh, he's Nick's got the TV cigarette. Yeah, like oh no, he he had the TV yeah. cigarette. But the only thing the one that looks like it's lit, but it's not lit. Like it's got right. a little gray ash in the tip. That's exactly right. It's like it was lit, and they purposely had it like push. I don't know how you do it, but it burnt out. So that right. thing was okay. So now, like Martin Sheen's enduring some pain because he goes, "Too bad about the push marks," and he wanted Nick Nolte to go, "Yeah, push marks." He goes, "Yeah, it's too bad because I wanted to sell that bumper. The only thing oh, selling okay. on this car." So this car to him is just like a yeah. funny. Uh oh, cops are pulling him over. He's not even in his car. No, he pulled into the gas station, and the cop oh. just shows up. That's Roy, Sheriff Roy. Now, yep. they're bragging on, like, his car's better than Sheriff Roy's car. Sheriff Roy could take him, and, and Sheriff handles it very maturely. But he sees Martin Sheen coming out of where? The impound where, lot. Where the, where the evidence lies. Right. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, what are you doing in there? The sheriff? How stupid is the sheriff? Why can't he just fucking get that evidence out of the impound lot? Ah, he didn't see it coming. Looking at the wrecks. And they're trying not to break any laws. He does look like Jimmy Dean. Jimmy yes. Dean. Oh, Roy, it was, uh, it was like he said. He was just looking over there. Hey, is that your favorite sports team, yeah, B? Is that is it's the Clarksville Bees? Look, it's right. bees statewide bees. So, so now he's just like, you stay out of that lot. You know, that's county property. I think your uh, contract's coming up, Buzz. Right, In three months. Uh oh. 
you had people on the impound lot. That's state property. That's right. You might lose your arena. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Where sir. Where the fuck yes, do they sir. shoot this? Do you think they shoot this in a studio lot or they actually went out somewhere? No, this is done in Peru, uh, P-I-R-U, Peru, California, in O-J-A-I, Ohio. Oh, hi. That's roommate. right. Okay. And they do have some things shot in Universal Studios in uh, Universal City, California. It's probably that diner stuff is inside. Yeah. Well, because they have this, like, impressive backlog where they can do, like, you know, gas stations like this. Now, the so. curve itself is in Santa Clara, Clarity, Cl Clarita, Santa Clarita. Like Are you close to that? No, but I, I saw a billboard for the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. Oh, okay. Vampires. That's so, that's the practically the same thing. Okay, so this is 30911 Agua Dulce Canyon Road. Aguila Dulce Cannon Road in Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. I think it is around me. I have no clue. No, Listen, I'm I lived in the. It's I lived Soledad in the Bay Area. Canyon Road. Soledad Canyon Road is where they live on the edge. Sorry, I was just saying, like, I've been in California for almost three decades and I have no clue still. Well, because you were in San Francisco, not LA. Yeah, but I mean, like, Bay Area towns, you'll be like, hey, you want to go to Dublin? I'm like, California? In Ireland? Albany, California. <laughs> They'll say like, "Hey, you know, let's go." Do you know this town? And I go, "Yeah." Once again, we're not looking at the real engine. Um, I, I, oh, excuse me, I said that backwards. This time we looked at the real engine, but it was just okay. So what he did is he went to the gas station, he gassed up, but he asked to borrow some tools because he's got a little shimmy in the front of the and. His goal is to take this curve. That's his goal. So he went and worked on the car. Oh, I'm a real gearhead. I saw he, he, uh, and then he. Now, wait, now here it comes, Mike. Here it comes. He's taking do it. it. He has to ride the shoulder, though. Oh, is he trying to recreate his brother's death? He's not trying to recreate it, but he is trying to take that curve without going over the edge. And this time he was closer than ever, but look how close he is to the edge. He Ooh. wants to get close to the edge. On Metaphorically? Purpose. No. He's got a metaphor. Be I got you. We all know. What? You don't even know what a meta is for. So should I, should I ruin it? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, please. Go ahead and ruin it. Wait, we're 40 minutes into this movie. You gonna ruin it? Go ahead. He's got a big plot. He's going to get the sheriff to fucking go over that cliff. That's his goal. That's why he's there in town. So he's gonna get the sheriff to chase him, and he's already had the skills to make that curve. Right. That's the way to go. I would personally put a, a bunch of birdseed in the middle of the road and a little sign that says free birdseed. But he's not a bird. The cop's not a bird. If you said free beer. Right. Okay. So I would get some Acme brand beer, put it in the middle of the highway. Roadrunner, Carl. And then. Mike, 
Oh, that's a Roadrunner. Okay. Birdseed. Boop, boop. Yeah, boop. well, the Wiley Coyote would get, would, would just put a little birdseed in the middle of the road and the sheriff would come right over. <laughs> Michelle Phillips. Now, for the wow. first time, we're going to, now, this is the stepmother of Mackenzie Phillips. This is the real mom of China. This is uh, when the mamas and the papas broke up. She uh, she became a movie star. She was a star at one time. We saw her in the uh, Man with Bogart's face. Okay. Oh, look at this acrostic pinballs. Uh, why can't I say it? Acronym. Acronistic. Acronism. 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 It's anarchistic. Pinball, man. I thought pinball was banned at a certain point. Oh, in New York City it was. Define acronym. No, that's an initial. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a thesaurus is what we need. Okay. What we're seeing right now is a very nice sort of dating moment between Michelle Phillips and Sean uh, Martin Sheen, Michael, Michael McCord. McCord. And it's done very tastefully. There's, they're, they're not even, so he's, she's, he's like, what do you like? He goes, I'll have my eggs over easy. And she's like, that's the way that I like them. And when she says that, he's like, wait a minute, maybe this chick like me, right? <laughs> So he goes, yeah, Three waitress likes you. you. You're working all the time? And she goes, not all the time, though it looks like that. Well, when, and he's like, I, my shift ends just about when you'll be finished with those eggs. Hinting oh. that, yeah. So they're going to now kind of go on a date that it's. Um, he's like, it's you want to like, get some coffee? She's like, I'm a waitress. Look, look what the sheriff's found. Why, it's Sissy kissing a boy. The boy with the car. What a rite of passage. So they're caught red-handed, and it's the old, hey, I saw you two grow up. Would you, How would your father like to know about this, sissy? <laughs> now, once again, it's all in the service of our plot, and this writer is a good writer, because now... What, what he's going to do is not be official. He's like, I'm going to let you go with a warning, but give me your license. He takes it away. He says, your license is suspended for two weeks. Come see me and get it back from me a week from Friday or whatever it is. So that's the punishment. That's all right. It's not $100. The thing is, now he doesn't have a license, so Sissy can't drive in a car with this boy and make out. She needs to find another boy with a car and lips. Gotcha. So the sheriff just cock-blocked him. Right. Until then, your driving privileges are suspended. What? Sure. You're not the sheriff of me. Turn off that rockety rock music. Yeah, that's another thing that's kind of ac acronistic. Acronistic. Ah. Uh... Apple-nistic? Uh, okay, 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 okay. Anachronism. 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 
Anachronism. I did it. I said a word with more than Define two Define anachronism. Anachronism. Damn it. Anachronism. Anachronism? Yes. Yup. What's it saying? Uh, a thing belonging to or appropriate to a period other than that in which it exists. Especially a thing that is conspicuously old-fashioned. Right. Anachronism. Okay, anachronism. so one of the anachronisms is, do you remember there's that we weren't alive for it just by a couple of years, but there was this weird period in time in like 60, uh, like right after the Beatles, in which okay. this kind of generic ring, 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 rock and roll got airplay. Yeah. It just needed to sound like rock and roll, and it was almost on purpose bad. They were just doing the blues like Chuck Berry meets the Beatles. Sure. I remember that. Well, that music is playing throughout this thing, and it wasn't playing in the 50s. In the 50s, when you turned on the radio, you wouldn't get some generic rock. It was fresh and new. Yeah. You know, we see a lot of movies like that where we would watch a movie that's that was shot during the 80s and the soundtrack would just be you wouldn't even notice it and then you see a movie where it takes place in the 80s and right. suddenly the soundtrack has like tears for fears and like yeah yeah fears. yeah so we saw zapped 2 and it was 1990 but the music in it was old school rap of like 84 85 you know plus that white rapper at the end credits right and he was doing old right uh, do you remember the interview with the with the director he's like white rap it's the new thing okay the cop pulled up he sees the car but he doesn't see michael where the fuck is michael goddammit so he went in there asking all these questions well where's michael michael is with michelle phillips in the trailer her trailer and she's right. telling a story about how her husband was like a criminal and she didn't know it and she really loves him one day he had got taken off to jail let's see here asking him where he was going when he was coming back what he was doing martin sheen's very cool in this movie <laughs> i sure did yeah oh absolutely well we know him as older martin sheen I'm president sure martin sheen well i don't i I first took notice of him in Apocalypse Now, of course. Of course. And then you would see him in, like, Firestarter, and, you know, he became a regular movie star. <clears throat> but, I mean, and he was a, he had a career before Apocalypse Now, too, like, young. Uh, like, Yeah, but it wasn't very uh, – he was in Catch-22. Okay, um, everyone was in Catch-22. Okay, well, he was in – the subject was Roses. No, he – it wasn't until Apocalypse Now that he was – considered a movie star he was a person in movies before that gotcha here he is on a tv show you know what i mean would martin sheen do that after apocalypse now no well like you said this is 74 and apocalypse was 78 70 good Nine. question uh 79 yeah apocalypse now is 79 Okay, now I'm going to put on the sound because we're just going to have a little bit about, like, whatever you're doing here, it has something to do with the sheriff. <laughs> Dangerous curves. 
<laughs> Woo, she's got some dangerous curves. You're different. So are you. Country girls are different than city girls. That's not what I meant, baby. Well, I know one thing. What's that one thing you know, honey? You being here has got something to do with Sheriff Roy Childress. Oh, what a boner killer. <laughs> I think they already did it. Oh, is that why she's wearing a Terry so. Cloth robe? He's unbuttoned. He looked real worried. It's implied. Okay, so now is the only thing I dis I I fault the writing for. The only thing in this whole movie I think the writing made a mistake. He she tells a backstory about how five years ago, Roy's you know our sheriff's family, the 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 son and the wife were hit by a um a hit and run on Main Street in town and they died they were hit by a car and died and he really took it hard um but i think the writing of this film would have been better served if they had died on the curve yeah well you think it would be too on the nose yeah but we never learned the backstory of why he's a serial killer we just get hints maybe because it's tv we got the hint if a man breaks the law, he deserves to be punished. We got that hint. We also got the hint that his family was taken from him, right? But we really never get the psychology of why he, when he pushes people over the cliff, he just gets out of the car and stares down at him. He doesn't go, like, get all, he you know, he a serial killer can get orgasmic over a... Sure, yeah. You're saying you would jack off afterwards, you sick fuck. <laughs> So, so if they died on the curve, at least we'd get a motivation backstory of why that curve is the place he does his... Is this guy a car owner? This is Lyle, and he has a car that he can borrow all the time. Now, Sissy wants a man with a car. She's like, go get your car now. He's like, he's borrowing it from his parent or uncle or something. So he goes, okay, how about tomorrow? Meet me on behind the school after one o'clock. I will take you. We'll go swimming. She's like, I know a place we could go. Swimming down by the That's river. That's great. Good for him. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. You meet me behind the school at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Oh, p.m. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said one o'clock. Okay. Now, the cop will find out he's been banging the waitress. That ain't cool. How did he find that out? <laughs> well, she came, came out of the trailer. Enjoy. Uh. Now, listen, yeah. this is the part he goes, I, I don't want you know, here. I know who you are, what you're doing here. Anything else? You're banging cocktail waitresses one at a time. No one could get a drink. Drink at the table. We had a little argument. We I had to straighten him out. You straighten out my brother. You kill my brother on a curve. <laughs> he was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Okay, so. Okay, so. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about it, but it's more of the same, right? No, go ahead and talk about it. I like this movie. I like your research. Okay, so he. 
he's just on the losing end of this Martin Sheen. And he's even now, I think it would have been better serve the writing and I'm not criticizing the writing. It was fine. If he had a crush on Michelle Phillips, that would have been much better. Sure. Because now she, he comes in here and basically tells her, I don't want you to see him again. That's fucking it. And if you do, I'm going to run you out of town. Now he does it in a subtle way. Like you like it around here. Don't you Maggie? Yes, I do sheriff. You know, he's you subtle about it. Trailer here. I don't, I like it this way because it's it's the chaos he can't control. He's trying to control the chaos, right? And he's doing it very poorly. He's reactive. Every time he there's an event, he tries to plug a hole, and he sucks at it. The guy went into the impound lot, saw the bumper, right, and he did, couldn't do anything about it. He fucks course. Nothing, right? What? If he took myself, if he took myself motivational course, he he'll be, be able to at. organize. And, and set it up so he won't be indicted. He never hides it. He just blames it on the curve. As a matter of fact, another one is coming up. He won't hide shit. He just blames it on the curve. I was chasing them. They took the curve too fast. But the thing is, wouldn't they be like seven people dead? It's a little suspect. So he just gets off killing these guys. Yeah, I guess you just said he gets off. We never yeah. see him getting off. So I don't know. We never even see him staring and plodding. Okay, well, so. Because, yeah. Okay, I don't think it's nice the way they treat this woman that she's so two dimensional. She just wants to get in cars with boys and make out. But that's exactly what's going on here. But the cop will show up and she's like make it to the state lines because she's embarrassed if he catches him again with a girl uh with a if she he the cop catches her again with a boy the the father's gonna find out he promised you know but you were in the middle I'm, of saying just for our plot i had to interrupt oh no it's fine i'm a little nervous that the, that these are the next victims that's lyle the brother of uh buzz and who's become a friend martin sheen likes him he lets him ride his car the guy lyle's bragging on him all the time like his car could beat the cop you know we're sympathetic to him doesn't this kind of it looks like the sheriff always goes for out-of-town cars and that way you know unless their brother drives up in a car that says california kid no one knows but lance goes for out of but at the same time, we had that local guy who could only afford twelve dollars. Yeah, that's right. So I guess he tickets anyone. But what about killing anyone? He wouldn't kill that local farmer because local farmer's family would be like, "What happened to him?" I don't know. He didn't have the opportunity, right? He didn't catch him on the curve or something. So, so Lance and Two Dimensional Girl are are, are here. Lyle, her view. Lyle, Lyle, and what's her name? Sissy. Just because right. the movie's insulting. Is Sissy she, short for something? Sissy is Sissy had a very short career. It was 10 years long, but I mean she was in Gator Bait in 1973. She was in a yeah, I saw that movie. Film. You know, Gator Bait's based on a true story that occurred to me, Carl. Uh-huh. The cops came in and I said, I thought the Gator was said it was she was 17. Right. Yeah. And they wouldn't have caught you, but he had clamped down on your pee-pee. The worst. 
Um, she was in Beretta and Gunsmoke and the Waltons. I mean, she had her time. It was only 10 years, but, um, but she was slightly memorable. Now, they're under a lot of pressure. We can't get caught. The state line is three miles away. Here comes the curve. 30 oh, miles no, this hour. is a curve. He's like, He's I think up. we can make it. Yeah, make the headlines now, tomorrow. Something cheap. We don't see him roll down the hill. We see him at the bottom. It's it's oh. little cheap. Every other time we've seen it. Bonk! Oh, with that fucking bender. Bonk! Bender bender. Now look, it goes black. See, we missed it. They saved okay. a little money. Yeah, it's cheap. I mean, we they see did the best two they could. Times the cars roll down the hill, uh, and they saved a pinch on the third time. Now watch for any sort of glee or excitement. Look at Sissy. Oh yeah. Oh, is he morning? He oh he hasn't heard the news yet. No, he's getting a phone call as usual. He's the tow truck. He's got the county contract. We got a wreck. Oh, wait a minute. It's gonna be his own brother? That's right. And says, but he says, Lyle's been in an accident. And Martin Sheen is like, let me come with you. Even though He's got no cause, but... Well, I mean, he's working for Buzz. How long? He's just hanging out, working? You no, know, he's just hanging out, working on his car. He's just a friend. There's Sissy, and she's like, Oh, I'll never kiss again. <laughs> oh. Oh, but Lance has... Carl, where's Lance? Is Lance okay, Carl? His Where name is Lance Lyle. Lyle is Dial right now. Lyle Carl is dead. Carl, why is Lyle sleeping with a blanket over his face? Well, to be comfy. To you, when you sleep, you have a blanket, and when you Before sleep you forever, farm. <laughs> he's he's not taking a dirt nap yet, but soon. It's like, dirt were you nap. chasing him? Now, the deputy is a little bit on to him. Now, at the way end of the film, I don't get a good look at him. Help me out. This is my fourth time. I want to see if it's Angel in the end. Because who else could it be? I'll, I'll show you when we get there. Sure. Okay. Nick Nolte's uh, pickup. Go ahead. Just remind me. Angel is? Uh, he's the deputy. And I say Angel okay. from the Rockford Files. Right. Oh, that's right, right. Angel from Rockford Files. Acting. Acting. Nick Nolte. God damn it, Lance. Nick Nolte started as a uh, model. And he was very successful as a model. And he was um, in the soaps. Was he, he a was, soap actor? Don't think oh, so. No. But he was a model, and one of a national magazine advertisement in 72, he appeared in jeans for Clairol, and then ended up on the packaging. He was probably like, this is as big as I'm ever going to get. Right. My ass is everywhere. Oh, you know what? I found another 48 hours on Paramount+. Plus. I'd never seen that one. Another 48 hours? Uh, yeah, the sequel. Maybe they, I did see it. I don't remember. I saw the ending. They shoot up North Beach in San Francisco, and there's like Carol Dota's old sign. But, uh, oh, no, I do remember Nick Nolte, every time he lights up a cigarette, Eddie Murphy would go, uh, tut, tut, tut. 
They go, oh, damn it. And then he would proceed to shoot everybody <laughs> in the room. That's okay. But you Yeah, know, that's okay. But those cigarettes will kill you. Okay, I'm going to play the sound because sure. now, it, now it's fucking personal. I mean, Nick Nolte's brother, Lyle, has been murdered by... Or, or is it, he just said, I was chasing him. And Nick Nolte's like, I never thought about the people in the wrecks, that they had family and friends. They never, you know. But, yeah. Right, because he just wanted to sell off the car. Mm-hmm. And the writer showed us that. Well, it's taking a very rough. Yeah, you're right. It's well done. I'm sorry. I'm really I just came sorry. by to see if there's any motivation in you to kill this fucking sheriff. You know who they should kill is the you Seth's know, barber. <laughs> you know, I never... Uh, Let's check out the, the, we're going to cut to this bad haircut. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's got the Florida wind <laughs> going you hate. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is very windy. I, I, I know it's not... It's shot in California, so I'm okay with it. He's got product in his hair, clearly. Well, yeah. You're one of them belong to you. Okay, now here yeah. it comes. Kid brother done. He says, my He's kid 19. brother Don died, Don McCoy. Uh, now listen to this. You know them, uh, them uh, marks on the bumper? Push marks. Yeah, right. Well, uh, you know, Roy, uh, Roy murdered Lyle. I believe he did. Yeah. And I'm going to kill Roy. No, there's another way. There's another way, Carl. That's right. You heard our TV soundtrack i haven't been talking about now look this guy's got no last name but he says i think he says he's the name of the town listen okay deputy pure Roy. okay he said he's deputy pure so p-i-r-u pure clark's i don't know oh and okay. that's the name of the town right now the last scene with nick nolte was a very revealing scene because he's he says out flat out to the audience before what we've never heard that his kid brother was was Lord. the vic right was the sixth and seventh victim and that he says i think that roy killed lyle and he goes i believe he did so for the first time we're seeing what we should know by now He's there because his brother got killed. We didn't know it was his brother, but his brother got killed and Sheriff killed him from these push marks. Then he's like, I'm going to kill Roy. And he goes, well, there's another way. And that's when we learn, even though we don't know it yet, he's got some plot and that's why he's been here. Now, all that we're getting in this scene is that Sheriff Roy did not go into work. Instead, he sat around in his uniform and drank alcohol. So, you, or is you, he you not? His, I think he's not in his uniform. So he's like, the, the court called you like four or five times. We need to make some money here, but I can see you're okay. So he's like, Have you seen that guy in town? He's like, What guy? And he goes, You know what guy I'm talking about. What kind he of goes, beer is he drinking? What a good Did question. you notice that they completely blacked out the brand name? I wonder why, because, I mean, we know this, it's not product, product, late. well, product I mean, it must have been in, in infancy. They, why would they hide the, to well, not endorse a company? Go ahead. 
they they can't show brand names on TV unless you know they have an arrangement or something. I think it's more like they won't, right? You could do it. I would assume. Let's see what yeah. the beer is. Schlitz. It looks like a Coke to me. Well, he stumbles, you see. Ah. Uh. He goes, you seen him in town? Do you mind not jacking it in front of me? <laughs> well, I guess I'll head on back then. You seen him today? You seen him today? Woo! Who's that, Woo! Roy? You know what I'm talking about. California, the one with the car. <laughs> He's been hanging around. Oh, oh, the California kid. Sure, I've seen him. He's been hanging around all day. I'll be going out there. Because he's like, he's waiting on me. He's waiting on me. Nice. This is the big showdown kind of thing. Okay, now, Maggie has slept with Martin Sheen, and Martin Sheen slept with Maggie, and Martin Sheen's a good guy, and uh, they really like each other, you know? So the first time I saw this film, by mistake, I heard him say, she's like... I'm never leaving this town. Even though I bought a mobile home when my when my husband was arrested, I never went anywhere. And I know I'm not going to ever go anywhere. Then he, I thought, said, if you ever do come anywhere, come look me up. So I was like, what a great guy. But no, right. what he said is, when your, when your husband who's been arrested gets out one day, he'll come look you up. So he didn't, you know, he, it took his being a nice guy down one peg in my... Because he's not aware of the sheriff saying, don't consummate this relationship. So it's on his well, own accord that wait, he says... They did consummate, Mike. They absolutely slept together, if that's what oh. you mean. But she's he. you're right. He was like, don't see him again. And she doesn't bring that up. She's like, I know I'll never see you again. It's okay. What a bummer. I didn't realize her trailer was like in the parking lot of the diner. Oh, yeah. That's how the cop knew that he had Frank got into all that trouble. When they come and took him away. Now she's basically saying, I'm, I'm, I'm never leaving this town. And, and like, I know you're leaving and it's okay. The time we had together was good enough for me. That kind of thing. I really respect her when the mamas and papas broke up. She was like, fine, I'm an actress now. And it was successful. She was. Sure. Now, she's never been in a huge film that had legs. And we remember all the way up till this day. But in her time, she did a lot of work and everybody knew her as a movie star. Um, she was married to John Phillips, as you know. But when they divorced yeah. in 1970, she married Dennis Hopper. Huh. And in 1970, she divorced Dennis Hopper. Yeah, that sounds, that tracks. That does, right? <laughs> he was, so, so Dennis Hopper during 1970, he, I, last picture or show, I think was what he was working on, which is this crazy film, which if it's ever on YouTube, we'll watch. But uh, he went to like South America to shoot a film about an out of control film crew. And guess what? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> Yeah. Ended up being a documentary. Yeah. Okay. One thing good about her, though, is, is you remember Beverly Hills 90120. 
she played some character named Abby Malone for nine episodes, and she was definitely all over Knott's Landing TV series. So she, after the movies in the 70s, in the 80s, she went on to uh, be, you know, she, she had a TV presence. She had a successful career. And we saw her in Bogart's face. We saw her. Right. He's like, I she want you out of town. She was the woman with Michelle Phillips' face in that movie. Right. She was playing this actress of uh, 1930s. I want you out of this town today, McCord. What? Whom? You now, can't what kick her out of town. Thing? You can't kick her out. I'm talking to you, asshole. Oh. She's biting her lip all cool. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be heading north in 30 minutes. Yep, coming coming after me. You so, know, planes can't show the TV show if you, on in-flight entertainment. Right. They don't show not, not landing is not on there. Not landing? Yeah, because the plane needs to land. They don't want to not landing. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh that's so dumb. But, but you can't get around the plural. That's that's the problem with that pun. It's not landing. Yeah, the plural of knots. Not very far. <clears throat> they, they wouldn't show not landing. That would be definitely a show that That they, would be devastating. Except they don't give a shit about that. I mean, they name the... the why do they call it a terminal? Because <laughs> you're all going to die. <laughs> that's an old joke. I never I thought of it that way. I didn't write this joke. Oh, that's someone else's joke? Yes. That's Very ancient. Cool. Okay. okay. I think you'll come back, see. Yeah, I think I th your husband is going to come back. Woo. Woo. Speaking of happy days, studio audience goes nuts. Woo. Now, that's a really good kiss. And you could see when he was like, you come and I thought the first time I saw this, he said, come, if you ever do get out of this town, come see me. Well, that's a gentleman thing to say. But he didn't. Oh. He didn't. Look okay. at her, man. She's full of regret. I don't think it's regret. No. Uh, she's not unhappy that she slept with him. She's very happy about it. Regret because she'll never leave the town, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like this consideration of where she's at. She seems Evaluation. to like it, but... Okay, now, we are all set up for our big finale here, okay? We're, we're already knee-deep in Act 3 here. This is a really good movie, Carl. I, I Usually, at this point, we're praying for this film to get to the third act. That's right. Yeah, listen, the writer is the most interesting part. He was also a director, but he, did, um, he directed the first Roger Corman's uh, New World Pictures film ever. Nice. Angel Dies Hard. Now, he wrote a, a movie called Jackson County Jail I considered for our show, but there's a horrible rape scene in it, and I just didn't want to go there. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah, we're an entertainment show. <laughs> well, it was... If you're a debauched motherfucker, it was entertaining because it was bad. It wasn't bad in its brutality. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was... Anyway, fuck that film. So yeah, okay. now we see what we didn't know as an audience. Both of them seem to know that there was going to be some sort of drag race now. It's like he knows that McCord knows he's a killer. 
So now they're going for it. They're reenacting. It's a duel. Yes. You think you can bonk me off the cliff? I dare you. And that's what we're having. So this is like a Western, like high noon, open 24 hours, though. They, yes. They're, they're in the town square, and they're going to shoot off. Yes. Now, one thing that happens here, Martin Sheen has been planning this. So he gets to a speed and stays constant. That way, the cop thinks it's his maximum speed. He's already got the siren on? Well, yeah. I mean, Martin Sheen is on purpose speeding right now. This reminds me of that tunnel you go through to get to San Francisco, to get to the bridges. Oh, the Marine. I think that's uh, the Robin Williams tunnel or something like that. No. Okay. Yeah, it's the north. So now we're coming upon the curve. We, we saw the tunnel like always. We're going to see the sign like always. And then we're going to see that 30 miles per hour sign. I don't like the sign. <laughs> so that's how we see this sign every time. The, the directors, let, they've, he's let us know throughout the whole film, our racetrack here. He is such a New Jersey driver, the sheriff. Why? Because he's texting? <laughs> and tailgating. Here we come. This is the curve. This is our finale. We are ready. I'll just give you a little sound. I'm at the edge of my seat. Horrible TV soundtrack. Okay, now yeah. speedometer, and we'll see how he's like making it so it's like maximum speed. Now look, we saw the accelerator goes down. He's ready to bonk. A hundred. Yes. Now look, see that's not that's not Angel, our deputy. It's a person we've never seen before. Something there's some story there. He wasn't available. So look, he speeds past him. He misses. They even take oh. out the, the telephone pole. Wow. And this is our second crash on screen crash. Right. Now, this should be our deputy, and it's not. It makes no sense that it's this new guy we've never seen before. Maybe, maybe he worked for Eternal Affairs. Right. He might have worked for Eternal, Internal Affairs. It's so, Infernal Affairs? Internal Affairs. That was Infernal Affairs. There's so, a Hong Kong movie. The Departed is based on a, a movie called Infernal Affairs. Well, last night I was fighting with my wife. I was like, "Your Infernal Affairs." How dare you? <laughs> so that's it. He's won by by the cops' loss. It's oh, now over. it's yeah. Now here's here's Maggie. And what does she hear? She turns her to look. Two bucks. Whoa, what's that noise? Oh. Hey, kid. Hey. Oh, he's just waving goodbye. Yeah, the thing is, the first time I ever saw this film, I thought he was pulling in to say, look, I've changed my mind. I changed my mind. You and me, one for the girl. Road. No, not one for the road. Come marry me or something. I mean, it's 74. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, in advance. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. This movie ends great. Carl, this is, 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to break protocol. I like this movie a lot. What do you think? I like this movie. I think it was well done. I think the director was really quite boring. Uh, <laughs> he really was, but... Um, but Martin Sheen did a really great job. This writer is very interesting. I, I didn't even tell you. He had this big hit with Macon County Line in 74. I think you know that film. Yeah, um, I do. Anyway, doesn't matter. The film's done. He was a good writer, and this guy did his job as a director. I think it was well yeah. put together, well acted. It was lacking some stuff, but I blame that on TV. I also a TV hate, movie. Yeah. And I hate the soundtrack because the soundtrack is TV. This movie, I thought the casting was really well done. Nick Nolte, Vic Moreau, Martin Sheen, yeah. uh, Michelle Phillips. That's a great cast right there. Yeah. All the TV faces we know. I think the storyline is really good. Uh, for Avengers story, it, it does it right. So I, I'm really impressed, Carl. Thanks for pulling this movie out. Happy, uh, happy to do it. Yeah, I never really like watching TV movies, but honestly, there's such a plethora of made-for-TV movies from the 70s and 80s that, you know, people re fondly remember more so than a theatrical release film. So, and not only like that, with streaming originals and like HBO originals, you can't be a snob about this shit anymore. You just have Especially to. Especially when you bump into a star just before they truly break, so you get the treat of seeing a big-time star in one of these vehicles. Like Jim Carrey in that that movie, that that drama he did. All right, well, he did a movie where it was like something on Trouble on Something Street or something like did that. Did we see it, was, it together? Did we see? No, no, no. I think he comes out of his character comes out of the closet, and the family's like, "Oh, we're gasp!" But we saw a movie together in which Jim Carrey was the son who they were pretending was dead. Yes, that was a Canadian film, wasn't it? Right. And yeah, I remember that. It was a comedy, and uh, he does show up for that. Oh, well. Yeah. We see so many movies. We love you guys. We Thank you so much for watching a movie with us. We just watched a full-length movie on YouTube. We will be back next week with a special Switcheroo episode. Oh. I have a movie. No. I've watched the movie. I have research. Carl and I are going to uh, This time, I will lead the, the film. That gives so. me a whole week's break. Thank you, Michael. So on this week's break, Carl will be at Scotty's in, in uh, Springfield, New Jersey. Probably. You can also check him out on carlsucks.com. And True. if you're a fan of Compound Media, listen 24-7. No, he's shaking your head. <laughs> okay. Well, and then me, I'm doing absolutely nothing. So we will see you guys next week. Check out Muni Radio. Donate. Hit the donate button on their website. Go to Venmo at Muni Radio. Donate some bucks. Listen to their live comedy shows Monday and Fridays and Subscribe to our podcast and video podcast if you haven't already. Mike, you Thank do you plenty. You do plenty, including this podcast. You do plenty. Try and think of anything exciting for people. No, well, you know you what? Have the Zoom shows. Like no, I have a people puzzle. I was on TV this year. That's right. Right. And yeah. You're streaming on what service right now in that movie, The uh, Joke uh, uh, Rules of the Con Man? Oh, you're talking about the. Thieves Code on Amazon Code. Prime. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go watch Thieves Code on Amazon Prime. Your man Mike's in that movie. You've got it minute. going on. Yes. I have to say I I'm have IMDB. Director says, say you're fat. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. You didn't need Bye. to say it. I did say it. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike. Be gone, man.
watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird, common By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Ma, which respectfully addresses the Divine Mother, Kalima. Get my ex-husband. Record two bucks. You're gonna meet Jack. You don't like Jack. Send us ten dollars and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll know. 
Good process. He has everything here. Well, we're now we're going to the king. If you're, if you're over 14 and you're a girl, come over. That van is right there. That's the way he comes. Way down there. If you're a 14-year-old girl or older. We've already heard you. Or younger. Say that. Or somebody. Or any, a not, a, not a guy. And none of you are little people. I hate the little people. Come over. Yeah, Cabri. Get this. No. Oh, wait. The girls. The female fans. My father's going to be watching this. Okay, we're at Chad's house right there. It's Chad's house. We're going to my house. Ah, or it's clumsy.
Radio.fm. This is the Bow Round Sound Show. Remember, vote. Vote with your dollar. Send a dollar to us. Send more. Send less. We need it. like to invite you to move your body in rhythm to a devotional mantra to Kali, the great feminine force and personification of Shakti as primal power. Start by standing with your right hand pointing upward and away from you. All your fingers are held close together. Your left hand is pointing downward once again.
fingers are held close together. This beautiful gesture embodies the energy of all the great goddesses, offering solace to the suffering and blessing the world with divine grace. Begin to turn slowly and deliberately while maintaining this mudra. You will remember that to turn clockwise draws you into your deep center, while turning anti-clockwise moves you outward into the world. Let your body move in the direction it feels most inclined to. Clockwise motion will draw all energy into your center, transforming it, while the opposite will allow energy to flow out of your deep center into the world, offering healing to where it is most needed at this time. Whatever images come to your mind, be aware that you are blessing and relieving suffering through chanting this mantra with devotion. There are four exclamations in this mantra. Shri Ma, which respectfully addresses the Divine Mother. Kali Ma, Adhi Ma, Primal Mother. And Pahi Ma, which is Holy Mother. Each musical variation of the mantra is repeated twice. So listen and then sing along. Once the variations become familiar, you can sing continuously. After the chanting, allow your body to slowly come to stillness. Start now by saying the mantra with me. Shrima Kalima